We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Thursday night on Sports Open Line. Chris Ranji, Kevin Wheeler hanging out, talking sports with you. Happy to be doing a little baseball here with Katie Wu from The Athletic. And you can find Katie on Twitter, at Katie J. Wu. And I understand, Katie, uh, by following you on the old Twitter, that uh, the snow is not your friend. <laughs> well, it's not really anybody's friend, but it sounds like uh, it's going to take some getting used to, huh? Yes, I'm very out of practice with winter elements. And, you know, I, I like to think I will get better with experience, but the bar is, is so low for me. Um, it, it's been a little bit of a struggle. I've just decided to just not leave my apartment and watch a lot of Netflix today. Good deal. But it's, it, it's beautiful, isn't it? Look outside. Just look at it's, it. It's unique. It's a different experience. It's unique. <laughs> I'm with Katie here. I'm like, it, yeah, it looks nice out the window, but it creates such a pain in the butt. I, I don't want any part of it. Exactly, exactly. But, yes, it is nice to look at from the safety of my living room. So I know, Katie, when I invited you on, it was right after the piece went up last week um, on The Athletic uh, that, that posted the results of the Cardinals fan survey uh, that you did through The Athletic. And um, interesting stuff. I know I talked about it a little bit independent of, of having your input last week, but I, was, I would say the overall theme of it was way more positive than I expected, and it sounds like it was more positive than you expected, too. Yes, it was. And, you know, obviously this is such a small sample of the fan base. It's if you're an athletic subscriber and you happen to take the survey. Um, but I was preparing for a little bit more backlash or a little bit more – I'm not quite sure, but you know, Cardinals fans are their passionate group. So I was expecting to see that passionate in a little bit more of a, you know, demanding way, but I was pleasantly surprised with the results from the survey where it seemed like from, from the fans that were surveyed, it was more of a, like, you know, this franchise has been historically good. They are, they continue to be competitive. Would we like them to be better? Of course, but all things considered, when you look at other teams in the MLB, Cardinals fans have it pretty good. Yeah, and I think big picture, we all know that. What surprises me about it, and I'm sure it's, it's the same for Ranj, I'm sure it's the same for you too, like maybe it's because we're in so deep, but it's, it feels like all of the stuff that I get on Twitter or the emails that come in is so far on the negative side. This was just more balanced, which maybe maybe I think is a good lesson <laughs> that it's not yes, always exactly. as bad as the loudest voices, right? Yes, that's a great lesson. As much as I appreciate the social media discourse, it was fun to kind of see – the different levels of, of the responses and the answers. And, you know, I, I've requested on a lot of these 
answers that they'd be one sentence just because I knew there'd be so many to go through. And uh, Cardinals fans decided to just blow through that suggestion. But it was <laughs> nice to read all these different well-thought-out opinions and explanations and just kind of get a, a better sense of the fan base and how this team has been trending over the last 10 years. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Katie, I love, first of all, that you use the word discourse because I'm not sure that's what this medium is. <laughs> um, it's... <laughs> It's something. I don't know if it's discourse, um, but it's. I mean, it's it's interaction. I'll give you that yeah. much. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's accurate. The, the the description, or I guess the discrepancy that I found, and and obviously you found by by doing this, is that a lot of people think the organization is in solid shape, like they're in good shape, and overwhelmingly people believe that, and I think that's true. Uh, the evidence is there. There are a lot, mostly actually, competitive seasons the Cardinals have but then the discrepancy comes in when you ask people if they think the team is a true World Series contender over the next few years and that's kind of where people start to diverge from that feeling right and I I thought that was interesting you know to see the the overwhelming majority of the survey think solid was was not surprising because I think for as much as Cardinals fans want the best they want a World Series title every year and I certainly understand that from a fan perspective it was nice to see that the overwhelming consensus was, hey, we've got it pretty good. But I certainly understand the trepidation from the fan base on if this is enough to be a World Series caliber team in the next three years, which is the question that I think there was so many different results. Some are very optimistic. Some have been, some are, are you know, maybe the Cardinals are a piece there or two away. Others think that it's the Cardinals prefer to operate, and we've seen this over the last couple of years as in a, They'll like to make the wild card team, and if they continue to win and get hot at the same time, that's the only reason they'll win. So it was interesting for me to see that, again, the majority of the fans that were surveyed thought this was a franchise that's in solid shape, and I agree. It was the lack of, of consistency into just how good this team will be in the next three years. That's a really good question. Uh, Katie, we're going to get into a couple other things. I mean, you guys have been busy at The Athletic here over the last week putting out good baseball and specifically Cardinals stuff. We'll get to a couple of those things in a second. But another thing for me from the survey that I thought was funny, I'm not sure that it makes a lot of sense, but it was funny to me that the perception of John Mozeliak compared to the perception of Bill DeWitt Jr. was different. There were a lot more people that were – little less excited about Mo than they are about DeWitt. And what, what made me laugh about that is because they basically are of the of a same mind when it comes to doing things. I mean, they, they kind of run this whole thing together. I thought that was interesting. Right. But, but to the fans' credit, Mo is the one that is speaking on behalf of the organization, right? right he's right. the one that it, he's an easy target. And whether that's fair or not is not for me to say. However, he is the one that speaks on behalf of the organization and is credited with the moves that they make or do not make. And, and you know, we've all sat in on, on most press conferences and heard him before. He can choose to be um, very thorough, and he can choose to not be. So I think it's, uh, you know, I, I understood that from a fan perspective. He's the one that fans see. He's the one that has to answer ultimately when things go negatively. And as we learned from perhaps social media, the backlash is so much stronger when it's a negative move than a positive reaction. I mean, I do think that Mo's made some great trades. I think the first half of this decade of, of his tenure as president of baseball operations, he was one of the best. And um, But I also think from a fan perspective, it's easier to point the finger at someone when things don't go your way. And he is that face that, that yeah. unfortunately for him, that will you know provoke those kind of reactions. It's all right. He gets the paycheck to go along with it, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> 
you know, I, I thought something that was kind of amusing in this, and I don't know why I think it's amusing, uh, but I do. You asked the question of all the remaining free agents, who would people like to see back? And, you know, that's a list that includes Kyle Schwarber and Trevor Story and Carlos Correa. And the guy who got the most votes was Joe Kelly. Is that <laughs> did you I know. <laughs> did you think that was going to happen? You know, um, I think it was aided a little bit by reports right before the lockout, and then the rumors that have just the very small semblance of rumors that have been floating around throughout the lockout that there was a possible a possibility for a reunion with Joe Kelly. I think the Cardinals really need relief pitching, and I think it was an easy toss up for for Cardinals fans to be like, would we get our hopes up for a big free agent? That doesn't really seem likely. Or should we get our hopes up for a Joe Kelly reunion, which seems a little bit more likelier, and he, of course, is a fan favorite. So I think that was what, what stood out. And, of course, even though he wasn't on the list of options, Albert Pujols also got a ton of right-in votes. But that wasn't surprising either. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you nailed it. That, that's, that's the realist portion of the fan base that responded. Those are the realists going, yeah. yep, yep, we're okay. probably yeah, going to be targeted. <laughs> I didn't think we were doing realism here. I I thought we were doing like who who you want, like who do you want of this list? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I believe me, they all want the big name, but I think most people agree. And and by the way, Katie, this takes me to the to the next part of the conversation because uh, that's a perfect transition for it. Because you uh, and Jim Bowden both offered up thoughts on what needs to be next, what could be next once baseball comes back, whenever that does, and. Since we're on that topic, I mean, somebody like Joe Kelly, whether it's him or not, somebody in the pen seems like the most likely addition, doesn't it? I would agree, absolutely. I, I think the Cardinals made it very clear in November at the general manager's meetings that starting pitching was their top priority, and they got Stephen Matz, which was their guy, you know, but they identified very early on in the offseason on who they wanted, who they felt would really complement the rotation as it stood. Now it goes to relief pitching, and, you know, there's going to be a bit of a toss-up, and we'll see when slash if we get to spring on how this bullpen's going to roll out, right? But you're going to have a healthy Ryan Helsley back. Jordan Hicks and Alex Reyes should see some time, maybe – potentially getting experience as a starter, but you have Genesis Cabrera back, Giovanni Gallegos. But what they're really missing is a dominant veteran where he can do multiple roles in relief. So you need a, a step-in closer for a game, or do you need someone that can go a couple of innings in longer relief and kind of just be a very versatile option? That's the kind of reliever I think that they're looking for. Um, and I think it, it's going to be someone that signs for a couple years. I think they're looking for a multi-year deal, probably two. We know how... I mean, we haven't really seen how the free agent market for relievers shaped up before the lockout, but I would imagine everything is going to be a frenzy. But I think if the Cardinals are looking to add one more, which I, th- I do believe they are, one more piece to their roster, it's going to be a reliever that can fit a multitude of roles for them. Katie, has, as a baseball reporter, somebody who's on the beat covers every day, have you even begun to consider maybe, maybe packing and making plans for Jupiter? <laughs> I have not, and that's actually so okay. funny because I've texted with multiple reporters, both on the Cardinals beat and uh, my friends on other beats, and we're all like, this is so weird because usually, I mean, this would be my first spring in Jupiter, but I've covered spring trainings before, usually like February 1st, and that first week of February marks the excitement. You know, you start packing yeah. up your things, you start saying goodbye to your friends and family, you'll talk to them in October, and you start preparing for for what I think is one of the more enjoyable parts of the season is spring training, um, but now it's I've been asking my friends in St. Louis, hey, what's St. Louis like in, in the middle of February? Because it, it looks like, unfortunately, it's like this, Katie. It's like this. You, you're, oh. you're in it right now. <laughs> it's oh, not I'm fun. so excited. <laughs> Wonderful. 
Yeah, it's fascinating. And the last thing I have for you, Katie, is kind of on that same note, because I know we joked about it via text, about who knows when we're all going to be heading down to to Jupiter to experience spring training. But one thing that I'm curious about, and I know it's probably going to be a lot this year like it was in the past couple of years, somewhat restricted uh, because of COVID rules, but I'm, I'm wondering now, too, when or if we ever get back to what used to be normal, where you could be in the clubhouse and talk to players and have that up-close access, because that really is, to me, the best and, and most important part of spring. Yeah, that's a fun little concept, right? Clubhouse access. You know, <laughs> I have actually never seen the inside of the clubhouse at Bush Stadium. So it's it's just, it's. I think that's it's really crazy. important. Wow. I hope that we can. Uh, I, I think for me, for from a reporter's perspective, it certainly is much easier to tell these stories. And I, while I can't speak for every player or coach, I think generally speaking, it provides them a better opportunity to get to know us and to better explain themselves and to just form those relationships that are just so important in journalism and media and storytelling. Because if I don't know a player, if I don't know a coach well enough, it is really hard to convey a true and accurate picture or kind of depict Mm -hmm. a true symbolic, you know, article about them. it's, It's difficult to do that without having that background relationship. So. Fingers crossed, eventually things calm down. Uh, we can start with maybe having a report date to circle. I will take that. And then hopefully the rest will fall into place after. Katie, always appreciate your time. It was great work. We really, I really thought the, the write-up on the, on the uh, survey as well as on uh, the moves. And actually, the one about the prospects today was really fantastic, too. We didn't have time to get into that. But uh, I would hi- highly recommend anybody with the Athletic subscription to check it out. And if they don't have it, well, you can go ahead and get it. At least you get some baseball things going inside your head between now and whenever this whole thing gets settled. But hopefully, we'll be seeing you down in Jupiter here in the not-too-distant future. In the meantime, uh, stay inside. Feel free to order food out. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you <laughs> at some point down the road. Thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate it. You got it. Katie Wu from The Athletic joining us here on KMOX. And I'll tell you what, Ranj, um, that is something to me that's going to be really interesting uh, when we do at some point get – I don't know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't assume this. I, I was going to say when we do get back to some form of normal, maybe that never comes back. I mean, I, I got to believe – because I, I agree with what Katie said, I'm sure you do too, that that access is important. And, you know, it te- you get you get more ability to tell stories. It also, by the way – makes it easier for people with the team where if somebody's writing and writes something critical, there's a relationship there already as opposed to somebody you don't see very much and then tensions can rise. I think it's better for everybody involved to have that access. I'm still not sure it's ever going to be the way that it used to be. And I think that's what teams would like because this allows them to sanitize the message a whole lot more. And I know that the instinct from a lot of people is, and I understand this instinct, and, and that is, why should I care if you get access or not? I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. give a crap if reporters have it easy or if they have it difficult. doesn't matter to me. And I get that sentiment because on the surface it does make sense. But the reason it is valuable and it isn't the only piece of the coverage puzzle. There are so many different oh things God, that you yeah. can count as coverage. Yeah. But being able to be in the locker room is the reason stories that you as a listener are interested in get broken. Yep. And, and I would say that's probably 80% of it because of relationships that are built. We know about the Astros and what happened because Mike Fires had a relationship with a reporter yep. and talked to him. Yep. And if he doesn't do that, we never find out about yeah. that. And, you know, I, I know players have access to Instagram 
and Twitter, and they can communicate that way if they want to. Mm-hmm. But that's the message that they are comfortable disseminating themselves. You don't get the the breaking stuff that you, you you may say you're not interested in it, but you very clearly are. People are interested well, in it's stories what gets like the, the clicks, Astros Ronch. thing. It's, it's what gets people to listen, watch, well, click on stories, whatever. I mean, that's the stuff that gets the attention. What What is sports, Kevin? It's drama and entertainment. Yeah. yeah. And and that's part of it. Whether or not you want to admit it, mm-hmm. it, it, being a sports fan, it's not just going to the games. It's part of the drama. And the drama and the entertainment and sometimes the off-field circus is part of that entertainment. Yeah, It's all part of it. Absolutely. All right, hey, cue this up because I want to pick up where we were going with Katie there and talk a bit about – um, what might be next for the cards when we do get baseball back? Or, you know, I'm going to throw that question at you, by the way, basically, and I'll answer it myself. Uh, what would you like to see? Like, pick a, pick the thing you would most like to see. And I'm going to tell you what, um, also, the one thing I, I think we got to stop talking about because I don't think it makes very much sense. We'll get to those couple of things as we talk a little more Cardinals baseball next up on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.